Good afternoon, everybody. It's Damon Taylor, the Renaissance Basketball's first. So, yeah, first, let me start off with um, this D'Angelo Russell trade. D'Angelo Russell and Timothy Moskov to Brooklyn for the 27th pick, I believe. 27th and Brooke Lopez. And I had mixed emotions about that trade because of the fact that I was excited, excited for a backcourt of Lonzo Ball and D'Angelo. Lonzo Ball throwing that thing to him, behind-the-back passes to him, you know, for open three-pointers. And I really felt like D'Angelo could have capitalized on playing the two and having a pass-first point guard playing the one. And I really thought he was going to at least put up 22-23 per game. And, and, and that would have looked great for the Lakers, honestly. That would have looked great for the Lakers actually going forward because of the fact that Paul George wants to be in L.A. He wants to play for the Lakers. So I was a little, I was a little shocked, a little disappointed, you know, but I won't, you know, I won't count, count it out, you feel me? I won't just think negatively about it, but... We're bringing over Brooke Lopez, and um, a season ago, I mean, on a losing team, there's a lot of guys putting up great numbers on loser on losing teams, but Brooke Lopez put up 20, which is solid. I just don't like the fact that he only uh, averaged five rebounds. The guy's seven feet, 275 pounds, and you was only down there for 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 five rebounds. Boy, if you don't get your big boy. In there, if you don't get your big eye in there and, and, and grab some rebounds, we're gonna have a problem in LA. Seriously, he has to grab rebounds. He has to grab rebounds. You know, I'm excited for the Timothy not Mozgov trade because we get that terrible contract off the books. It was just terrible. I don't know what Mitch and, and Jim Buss was doing. And um, in the Lakers, I guess you know, getting that extra pick thought that was going to be the lead way to getting Paul George from Indiana, but Indiana is not budging. They're not budging, Lakers. They're not budging. Magic, they're not budging. So what's next? What's next? The Pacers want the second pick. It's too late to give up the second pick. You already traded or, or the point guard. So you have to use the second pick. Get Brooke, I mean, get uh, Lonzo Ball. The number, the shooting guard should be either Nick Young, because I like Clarkson off the bench. The three is going to be Ingram. The four is going to be Randall, and the five is going to be Brick Lopez. I wish we could get Paul George, but it's just like we don't right now, at this point, we don't have any more. Well, we still have assets, but our assets aren't good enough right now. And that's that's... That's the problem right now. That is the problem. And I, I honestly feel like the Lakers, um, I, I wouldn't say panic, but I think they rushed it. They were anxious to get Paul George because of the fact that he's a star. He's a top 10 player in this NBA, and that's what we need going forward. If we can't get LeBron, if we can't get Melo, Chris Paul, or any other stars in the league, you have to at least get something. And Paul George, he's openly said he wants to come play for the Lakers. 
And so initially, Magic wanted to trade the number two to Sacramento for the five and the ten pick. And if I'm Sacramento, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. But then again, Vlade, the I believe the GM, he runs back basketball operations out in Sacramento. He's like, no, 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 Magic, no, no, no. No magic. We're not. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're keeping the five and the ten because the fact is, if Sacramento, they're keeping the five and the ten, and it's because they know De'Aaron Fox will be there at five, and then they'll have the ten pick to get somebody else. Maybe a um, kid from Duke. Uh, not Tatum. Not Luke Kennard. Maybe Luke Kennard. But Harry Giles, if you could pair, if, if Harry Giles' knee is healthy going into next season, Harry Giles and 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 Willie Cauley Stein down low with De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hield in the backcourt, that's a solid squad. You that that is a solid squad, if you ask me. So I kind of get why Vlade didn't want to do it. But then at the end of the day, Sacramento has to improve, just like the Lakers have to, has to improve, have to improve. So I'm just curious to see what the Lakers do from, from here on out. Because the draft is tomorrow. You have the number two pick. It makes no sense to try to trade for Paul George right now because of the fact that you tried it multiple times already. You tried the, you tried the uh, Brandon Ingram. They well, you didn't try Brandon Ingram. They wanted Brandon Ingram. You didn't want to give it to him. They wanted the number two pick. You don't want to give it to him. Um, you tried twenty seven, twenty eight, JC, and Julius Randle for Paul George. They didn't want that. So it's just like, all right, well, Lakers, you just have to relax because Paul George is coming. Relax, Magic. Palinka, relax. You got to get Dang off the books next. I don't know how, how that is going to happen, but relax, Magic. Relax, Palinka. We're going to get Paul George. He's coming. Relax. Relax. So, like I said, tomorrow's the draft. So, therefore... Who do we draft tomorrow? Who do we draft with the second overall pick? Who do we draft? Lonzo's out there. Because we know Fultz is going one to Philly. Lonzo to De'Aaron Fox to... I mean, we need a point guard at this point. And... I mean, Lonzo is more like Magic than De'Aaron Fox. is. De'Aaron Fox is more of a... a he's a new millennial point guard he's a, a, a he's like a combo he could pass I mean his shot is uh, is suspect but I believe the form and the stroke is the stroke is nice the form like when it leaves his hand it's nice it just doesn't go in he just needs to practice on that more he's a great defender athletic quickest person in this draft John Wall quick he's John Wall quick he's the new millennial point guard and then you look at Lonzo. Lonzo is the old school 80s, 90s type of point guard. 
the type of guy that's a leader. Not saying De'Aaron Fox isn't a leader, but Lonzo Ball, he has, you know, he's a leader. He can uh, get other people involved. He runs an offense well, and he doesn't think about shooting. He thinks about passing, so, which is great, which is great. More like Magic Johnson, because Magic wasn't a scorer. He was more of a passer, so that way, Magic looks, he sees himself in Lonzo Ball. I don't mind a pick, like I said, I'm, I'm a De'Aaron Fox guy, but if the Lakers end up getting pick Alonzo tomorrow, I'll be satisfied. I'll be exci- I'll be satisfied and I'll be excited to watch him play because next month I'm gonna be in Vegas, you know, for your boy's birthday, and um, I'm gonna try to go actually see a summer league game out there, and hopefully, hopefully Alonzo. I'm 98% sure it's going to be Lonzo, and hopefully he could uh, just showcase his 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 abilities in the um, Las Vegas Summer League. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm a little sick, man. You, know, you guys could tell I'm a little sick. But like I said, and then you have the Lakers with the 28th and 27th pick. My thing is... Maybe we should flip that. Because the thing is, look, we're not getting that for Paul George. So do we draft two younger players that have to develop? Or do we flip that for, let's say, uh, Aaron Aflalo, maybe maybe a guy, a 3 and D type of player? Maybe a 3 and D type of player. That's what I would go for. Maybe a Wes Matthews if Dallas is willing to give him up because we're at we're at a point where we're at a point where like it's like we have to win. We improved these last two seasons. Well, this season, this past, last season, we improved from the Byron's last year. We went from 17 wins to 26 wins. It isn't too much of an improvement, but it's an improvement. So I feel like this season, we have to at least have 35 wins. 35 to 40 wins possibly, possibly get you to AC. 40 wins can possibly get you to AC. If we can improve drastically like that, then it, that's great. We're going forward. Paul George will definitely want to come here because we're a team on the rise. We're a team that's ascending as opposed to a team that's descending. We're moving up. So hopefully that happens. And I just, man, I just hope, man, we just get back to championship basketball, running gun, showtime Lakers, and Lonzo can bring that. I wasn't on the Lonzo bandwagon, but I just had to say, you know, I just not say, I just had to think, like, all right, man, Lonzo's coming, believe it or not. So... You got to get on board. You got to get on board. Even as much as I love De'Aaron Fox and Josh Jackson, I have to get on board with this Lonzo guy. And like I said, with the 27th and 28th pick, I if, if I'm Magic and, or Palenka and Palenka, I'm considering, I'm shopping that. I'm shopping that pick. I am shopping that because you're not going to get anything I mean, Larry Nance was, what, the 27th pick? Larry Nance was nice, but 
We don't need we, – we already have a Larry, Larry Nash. We have a Jordan Clarkson that can score off the bench. That was a second-round pick. We have enough young players right now. I really feel like we should possibly, possibly, possibly trade that for an established veteran. Like I said, Aaron Aflalo, Wes, Wes Johnson, Wesley Johnson – I mean, not Wesley Johnson, Wesley Matthews, a 3 and D guy. That's what we need. We need a guy that could defend. Brandon Ingram, he can defend. But if we have another guy that can defend, like, like I said, like a Wesley Matthews or Aaron Aflalo or guys of that nature, that'll help out. That way, when we do get Paul George... West West Matthews are in the foul. They don't have to start. They can come off the bench. They can come off the bench. But we'll have that veteran presence in that locker room that'll expect nothing less than wins at the end of the day. But, yeah, like I said, I'm excited. I've been talking about the Lakers this whole time. I'm excited. I'm excited for Philly. I'm excited for L.A. Lakers, that is. I'm excited for... Um, Boston, see what they want to do. Because I believe Boston wants to flip that third pick for Jimmy Butler. But I don't think it's going to happen because I think Jimmy Butler stays in Chicago with Dwayne Wade and Rajon Rondo. I'm excited for Phoenix. There is a possibility that they were trying to trade Tyson Chandler in the fourth overall pick for DeAndre Jordan. I, I believe... That's a monge. That's that. That's a good trade. That's a good trade for the Clippers going forward, and that's a good trade for the Phoenix Suns going forward because you're not going to get a big man this early with the fourth pick. You have a point guard. You have Eric Bledsoe. You have a young stud in Devin Booker. Your three is Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris is a nice. He's nice. Your four is, uh, who plays the four? I have no clue who plays the four in Phoenix, the four in Phoenix, Phoenix, but the five will be DeAndre Jordan. Then you got, then you got Brandon Knight off the bench, who's a really good, really good, really good. He could start a few years ago. He was actually, he should have been an all-star in the Eastern Conference and with Detroit a few years ago. And, you, and once again, they are an ascending team. Going up, yeah, send the team going up. They're they're they are they're ascending. I believe. I honestly believe if if Lonzo goes to L.A. and De'Aaron Fox goes to Sacramento, I think a new rivalry will be boiling here in the Western Conference. Yeah, these are, these are teams that didn't make the playoffs last season, but but. You got to think about it like this. Lonzo and De'Aaron Fox played against each other twice in college. One in the Sweet 16 and once in one of the invitations uh, earlier in the season. Lonzo Ball hit a big shot in the first game at Kentucky. In the second game, De'Aaron Fox in the Sweet 16, he said it was personal. Dropped 39 on him. 39 on his head. A lot of people were saying, oh, he did, he did it. It was a lot of switches. It did it. I don't care. In the NBA, there are a lot of switches. One five pick and roll, you switch. 
two five pick and roll, you switch. You get a big man on you, you go to work. Period. I don't care. You go to work. Lonzo had what? What fourteen? De- uh, De'Aaron Fox had thirty nine. You go to work. Regardless, you get your team to victory. The only thing that matters is the W. And <clears throat> going forward, it could be a new rivalry between the Lakers and Sacramento. De'Aaron Fox, his father told LeVar Ball, like, hey, my son busted your ass again. My son busted your son's ass again. Those aren't, those are competitive words. De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox competes. After that heartbreaking loss to, I believe, North Carolina, De'Aaron Fox, was in a, De'Aaron Fox was in the locker room crying his eyes out. He's passionate about the game. He's passionate. That's why I like him. I'm not saying Lonzo. Lonzo is passionate as well, I believe. And I just hope he brings that passion to the Lakers, and I just hope he brings that enthusiasm to the Lakers. And I just really hope LeVar Ball isn't an issue. I hope he – I hope, let's say, the Lakers lose a game and LeVar Ball, I just hope he doesn't – Say to the media, oh, well, if Larry Nance knew how to move his feet a little bit faster, we probably would have won. You know, so it's something like that. Something to to belittle Lonzo's teammates. And and I know I know it's not going to happen because I know Magic is going to say, hey, LeVar, hey, none of that. None of that. None of that. So hopefully Magic stopped it to a point to where it doesn't grow any bigger the ego doesn't get bigger but yeah i'm excited this is going to be an an exciting draft tomorrow the sixth pick is um uh who was the sixth pick let me let me see the sixth pick is uh, the magic the magic and the magic uh oh my god they've had some terrible drafts um Alfred Payton, he's nice. I like him. Can't shoot the ball, and, and, and that's a problem. Isn't quick, isn't a scorer, and that's honestly a problem. So the Magic, they need to maybe draft Malik Monk. That would be best fit for them because they need a two that can score. Number seventh is the Timberwolves, and I, I feel like, honestly, the Timberwolves, they they have enough pieces already to make the playoffs. Your point guard is Ricky Rubio. Then your two is at Andrew Wiggins slash Brandon Rush. I feel like they can improve right there. Or you know what you should do? Find a way to get Jimmy Butler. Trade the number seven pick. Get Jimmy Butler. Your Jimmy Jimmy Butler will be your two. Andrew Wiggins will be your three. Your four is. Carl Anthony Towns, and then your five is Georgie Dane. That's solid. That's a solid starting lineup. Minnesota is on the rise. Number eight is, of course, the Knickerbockers, New York, Phil Jackson's team, who hasn't done a good job, honestly. The Knicks need something. Dennis Smith, maybe, possibly Dennis Smith. 
Maybe they could get a Malik Monk if he's still there. Jonathan Isaac if he's still there. The Knicks got to do something. Or maybe you should trade the pick for somebody. Somebody. Maybe. I, I, I don't know what Phil wants to do in that head. He thinks he's smarter than everybody. And that's not even the case. The number ninth pick is Dallas, and I love, I love, I love Rick Carlisle as a coach. It was a report that came out, I believe it was from, I forgot what what the source was, but the Lakers were trying to get the Dallas Mavericks ninth pick, and Dallas didn't say no. But they didn't want to. They didn't want to take on Timofey Mozgov's contract, which I understand. I don't. Wanna, I wouldn't want to take on that contract either. But just imagine if D'Angelo, if you compare, if you pair him up with Seth Curry, Yogi Ferrell, Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. He's known for just having just really good point guards. Have a three three point guard rotation. Like you have D'Angelo, who's a scorer. You have Seth, who's a scorer. Yogi Ferrell could shoot. Like, that would have been great. But I'm curious to see what the Mavericks are going to do because they have a lot of holes that they need to fill. Then the 10th, once again, like I said, Sacramento, going back to the 10th. And the 11th is Lou Kennard. I mean, Lou Kennard. Uh, Hornets, Charlotte Hornets. And anytime Michael Jordan's in a, in a lottery, man, he never disappoints. <laughs> he never disappoints. Even though I like Frank Kaminsky, I think he's a good player. But Cody, who else is the other guy? Noah Vonleh, no. Bismack Biombo, that didn't work out. It's just Jordan just isn't really a good GM. And I really hope Magic learned from Michael Jordan as a, as a GM. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb, Magic. Please, 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 please don't be dumb. Number 12 is Detroit, and I was here, and Detroit wanted to um, shop that pick. They want to establish veteran. And initially, I thought D'Angelo, D'Angelo was going to go to Detroit because Detroit was interested in him. And you have D'Angelo at the – you possibly you could have had Reggie Jackson at the one, D'Angelo at the two, Contavious Caldwell Pope at the three, Marquise – Morris at the four, and then you have Andre Drummond at the five. That's when you talk about spreading the floor. That's you're spreading the floor. Oh, I forgot about Tobias Harris as well. Maybe Tobias at the four. Like I said, Detroit. That would that would have been a nice, solid, solid pickup for them. Nuggets are thirteenth, and the Miami Heat are fifteenth. I mean, are fourteenth. So, yeah, man, tomorrow's draft. I'm excited. And out of all the players that's going to be drafted, the best player, I think, in this draft, honestly, I'll be honest, I think the best overall player in this draft is either De'Aaron Fox or Josh Jackson. De'Aaron Fox or Josh Jackson is the best, are the best two players in this draft because of the fact that on both ends of the court, they'll get you something. I'm not sure about Markel Fultz. I'm not sure. The dude led Washington to what? 10, 11 wins? That's not good enough for me. That's not good enough. If you're good, if you're really that good, 
then you need to at least get your team into the tournament, Ben Simmons. Get your team into the tournament. And that's one thing that impressed me about Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball led the UCLA Bruins from 12 wins a season before to, what, 33 the next season he came. That's improvement. That's a difference maker. I'm not sure about this folks guy. Like I said, De'Aaron, like I said, going back to De'Aaron Fox and Josh Jackson, both these guys, they can score. De'Aaron Fox can score. He, he, he may not be able to shoot right now, but he can score. He can get to the basket. His end-to-end speed is just phenomenal. It's crazy. It's crazy. I love him. De'Aaron Fox, I love his game. John Wall, he be, he's a mix between John Wall and, and, and Mike Conley, Jr., He's a nice player. And the thing is, look, he's going to defend. He's competitive. He's going to. He's going to get in the other team's point guard's grill all night long. Same thing with Josh Jackson. He can he can knock down some threes. He can score, create off the dribble. He's super athletic, just like De'Aaron Fox. And the number one thing is he can defend. He can play both ways. And that's the thing in today's NBA. You need players that can play both ways. And I believe that's one of the reasons why DeAndre was traded. He wasn't that good of a defender. Therefore, if you're not that good of a defender, what's the point of using you? We can find somebody that can score. You have to defend. You have to defend in today's NBA. And Josh Josh Jackson and De'Aaron Fox, they both do that. They both do that. And I think those two guys would be the best players in this draft. I also feel like Lonzo Ball would be definitely an, an all-star player. But it's, I like once again, he can't. See, the thing is, look, he can't defend as good, but he has some length. D'Angelo Russell had length, too, to get in passing lanes and all that. But Lonzo Ball has length. And one thing I like about Lonzo Ball is if he gets the rebound, he's getting that ball out to the other side of the court quick. That's one thing I like about Lonzo Ball. The Aaron Fox does the same exact thing. Jason Tatum, I think he's gonna be. <sighs> he's he, he's one of those players. He's he's one of those players that are just phenomenal. Phen- he just he's a dog offensively. Every he has every move in his chamber offensively. Reminds me of Melo. He could post you up. He could take you off the dribble. Like this dude is just. He's, he's a really good player. Like, Jason Tatum will be a really good all-star player in the NBA. But the guy that I'm really, you have to look out for, and he was projected to be the number one pick before the few injuries, Harry Giles, man. Harry Giles is the guy that I really think is going to, he's going to surprise a lot of people. Surprise a lot, a lot of people because of the injuries. Two ACL surgeries. I just think this dude is going to be good. Really, 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 really good. He's my sleeper pick to be actually the best player in this draft. He's the sleeper. Don't sleep on Harry Giles. Do not sleep on Harry Giles, ladies and gentlemen. But like I said, the draft is tomorrow. Once again, I'm excited. Fan bases are excited. GMs are excited. I'm excited to see who the Lakers are going to pick. I'm excited excited to see 
what trades are going to be made, and man, this is a great time in the NBA. And once again, this is the Renaissance Basketball Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is your host, David Taylor. Peace out.